Blog Talk Radio. Will you be my light when I cannot see? When I can't take another step, Lord, will you carry me? And when I've lost my fight, will you be my strength? Will you set me a table in the presence of my enemies? I shall not walk. I shall not walk. Oh, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not walk. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. Cause my cup's running over, running over, and I shall not walk. And I will lift my eyes to where my hell comes from. And I won't be afraid of the shadow cause I've seen the sun. No, I will not stop when the way gets hard. Cause the green only grows in the valley and that's where you are. Say, I shall die. Oh, 
this life is over, I'm gonna live again. Gonna trade this cross for a crown. No, this is not the end. And when you call my name, I will take my right. There's a mansion in glory, yet you're gonna meet me there. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. He will wipe every tear from my eyes. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. When he's on my side, I shall not walk. I'll be home in his presence forever. I shall not For the Lord is my shepherd in the valley. For the Lord is my shepherd when I'm lacking. For the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. I've got everything that I need. Your goodness and your mercy following me. Got if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God, because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength and our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety. And did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. 
We're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified, that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord. But we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody's, God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord, where the devil have come in to war against them, Lord. But we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world, God. We know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you're no short of your promise, Lord, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Touch us on today, Lord. We need you like never before. Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, and give us a refilling, Lord, that when we leave here today, Lord, huh? we can leave with your anointing, Lord, huh? that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, huh? they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Huh? In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Huh? We thank you because you are a healer. Huh? You're the God that healeth thee, huh? and healing is in your wings, huh? and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Huh? You're able to save our troubled souls, huh? and in the name of Jesus, huh? bind every demon, Lord, huh? every demonic force, Lord. Huh? God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord, uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, while men are trying to find, God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you. Lord, because we know for every right desire, there is an answer. And Jesus, you're that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our troubled lives, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, oh God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. 
We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love that prayer right there. Oh, yeah, Pastor Hinton. And I thank God that we can come before him at any time, in any place, and pray. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, today is October the 13th. 2022, and we're grateful for another Thursday morning. We headed right into the weekend, and God is yet blessing us, brought us all the way up until this present time, and we're grateful unto him. We left here last Friday, went on through Saturday and Sunday. He brought us back on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we're right back on Thursday morning. And so we're grateful, grateful unto him. The songwriter said this, he didn't have to do it, but he did. Hallelujah. He didn't have to wake me up this morning, but he did. He didn't have to close me in my right mind, but he did. He didn't have to allow me to have the use and activity of limbs, life, health, and strength, but he did. And so all I can do this morning is tell him thank you. Yeah. And look at God. Would you look at God with me this morning? He provides for his people. God provides needs. And guess what? He gives wants. Yes, he does. I want to share this quick testimony because I'm a bit excited already. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I wanted this uh, knife, these knives in the block set. And nothing really, really expensive. I think maybe $30 or $40 is that. And I wanted it, but I forgot all about it. I wanted it. And I went on about my business. I wanted a bed bench. Anybody know what a bed bench is? It's that bench that go to the bottom of the bed. But I wanted the kind that match my headboard and footboard, my dresser, my chest of drawers, my nightstand you know, the same color. It may have been made out of different material, but I wanted the leather one. And I wanted to be able to open it up and, you know, store blankets or or, or, or comforter or whatever, quilt, whatever I want to store. And so I go on and I get this, uh, what the thing is, I get this 
notification, let's call it, about a bag. Look now, just last week, I thought about the bag. It's a hanging traveling uh, cosmetic bag. You put your shampoo and your lotions and your potions in it, you know, and it folds up like a purse. And you can pack it inside your suitcase or you can carry it, you know, like a purse in your hand. I take mine and put it inside the suitcase. Well, I had a black one, but it only holds little four-ounce bottles. Well, I wanted one that hold a whole big bottle of shampoo, body wash, everything, perfume, everything I think I want, a face moisturizer. And I thought about these things, that particular thing last week, and I went on. And I thought about the knives, but it had been a while. I thought about the bed bench, but it had been a while. I was sitting on the couch yesterday uh, looking at a movie. And I just happened to pick my phone up, and I scrolled up and went to my emails. And when I looked, there was a huge picture. It, It didn't say it's been delivered. It was just a huge picture of this box on the porch. I was like, who been here and delivered something? I've been here, in here all day. I didn't hear no doorbell go off or nothing. Because usually when you come to the porch, the um, doorbell will let me know somebody's outside on the porch. Well, I got on up because I, I wasn't dressed for outside. I was dressed for inside. Got my big dress on and everything. And my hand plaits, you know, sticking up overhead and everything. I went on out the door and got my box here. And the box was heavy. And I was like, this was kind of smaller box, but it's super heavy. And I was like, I hope they didn't send me pieces of the bed bench and I have to put the thing together. Now, I'm going to be a little upset over that. But I came on in. And I wouldn't be upset over it, really, if I got to put it together. I've been blessed with the bed bench. Come on in, open the box. Well, as I'm opening the box, I see it's the block. I see the knife block first. Heavy, I take it out, and then I see another long box, flat box, and it's kind of heavy, so I take it out. Well, I set the block on the coffee table in the living room because that's where I was opening my beautiful gift. And when I opened the flat box, all kind of knives and the knife sharpener, and so I'm taking it out, and as I'm taking it out, look, the knife's so sharp. It's not registering to me. Hey, you'll cut yourself. I'm just excited opening up my gift. So I nicked myself real good on the uh, first uh, finger on the left hand, but it's okay. I bandaged it up. I'm going right on. And uh, I put my knives in my block, got my block, and put it on my counter. And uh, I said this morning, I'm going to take a picture because whoever sent this to me, I know they come from Facebook. I know they're on Facebook with me. I want them to see how grateful I am for this, these knives and this block. Yeah, because I had, I had even been thinking about Thanksgiving, you know, and cooking for Christmas. Not real heavy this year and not a big dinner because I'm not really inviting people. For Christmas, if I'm here, because I may go to the islands for Christmas. But anyway... I was thinking about that in the sharp knives. They gave me paring knives. They gave me steak knives, carving knives. Oh, I was just so excited. So then when I looked again, there are two more, three more things coming. I was like, what? 
So now I get the uh, the travel bag, the cosmetic travel bag, and it gave me a makeup bag with the cosmetic bag, a jewelry bag. I mean, yeah, a bag to carry my jewelry in. Everything can be organized inside the bag. I'm like, look at this. I wanted it, but I didn't think I want that much, but it came with much more. Then I looked, there's the bench bag. I mean, the, the bed bench is on its way. Oh, I was so excited. I'm telling you the truth. I said, look at God. Because on yesterday, as I was sharing, I felt the spirit of the Lord. And on Tuesday, I felt the spirit of the Lord. Even on Monday, I felt the spirit of the Lord. And when I feel like that God is doing things, he's, he's doing things for me. And so I said, well, look at this. On, on Tuesday, someone owed me some money. They paid me. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. I'm telling you, when you work for God, the benefits are super great. They're more than you could ever expect. I can let nothing separate me this morning from the love of God. Nothing, 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 nothing. There are days when I feel like Today, I, I, I don't feel like saying nothing to nobody. I, I don't feel like doing nothing for nobody. I, I I just feel like just being to myself. But I press on in him. Yeah, I press on in Jesus so that somebody can get prayer. Somebody can be blessed. Sometimes God will use my mouth to give them a word from heaven. Yeah, not from Barbara. And I keep right on going. Yeah. There are days when I have to talk to people. I'm so tired. I, I, I really could just lay on the floor and sleep on the hard uh, tile. But I got to be attentive to listen. And I keep right on going. After that person, the next person. Sometimes one person don't want to turn their loose. They, they forget about other people may need to call or other people may need to talk to me. They forget all about that. At the time, it's all about them and what they are going through. And guess what? I stay right there with them. Had a lady call me yesterday. Because, you know, I do all kind of stuff. Now, I don't, I don't just pray for folks and, and minister. But elderly people, there's a, 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 a an advantage plan. I, I, I take that back. Senior citizens. There is a Medicare Advantage plan, and some people don't know about it, especially those that live alone. And children are not really thinking about their seniors now, and they need help. So I get those kind of calls. Yesterday I got that call there to find the right Advantage plan for someone. Yeah, all of this kind of thing. Some days I may have to take someone somewhere, not just to the doctor, to the pharmacy or the grocery store, but somewhere else. It's not, it's not as often as it used to be. But sometimes I have to take time out of what I'm calling my busy schedule to be a blessing to somebody. I see the work. It's the work. And it's not done unto me. It's done unto God. Yeah. And look, when you do this, you, you, you're not doing it because... You're feeling sorry for somebody or you feel like, well, this is just the right thing to do. No, you're doing it because you love the Lord. You want him to be pleased and you love his people. 
and you want them to get what they need, you see. Yeah, there's a difference. I don't do stuff out of pity. Yeah. I do it because it's right, and I know God is pleased. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God for Jesus this morning, and I thank God for the work that he carved out for me. Yeah, he chose me to do a work, and I'm so thankful. Some days you may have to lead somebody to the Lord, you know? And some days you may have to fight with them to get them to come to the Lord. It's, it's all kind of work, but it's never a dull moment. Let me tell you something. It's always exciting. And then look, there are those days when you open up an email and there are gifts for you. Gifts more than one. That That's like what it is, about, about five gifts, Sion. That's like five gifts. <laughs> Big gifts. Yeah, these got no little tiny gifts now. These are big gifts. And I'm grateful unto the Lord. I'm thankful unto him. And every time I turn around, I'm telling you, if you work for him, every time you turn around, he'll keep on blessing you. I just want to encourage you this morning to work unto the Lord while it's day. Night is coming and you can't see. Stop putting it off. Well, maybe. No, no, maybe. Step out in faith. Trust in God to get the work done. Somebody needs your help today. If it's nothing more than a phone call and you just listen. Because, see, I don't always talk to them. I just have to shut up and listen. And y'all know I'm a big talk. I'm long-winded. I used to use the excuse, you know, preachers long. Now nah, I'm just long-winded. I like talking. <laughs> and so he will bless you to shut up so that someone can do what they call in, in, in the natural vent. They're venting. They're getting this out of them. Because I know for years for me, I wasn't able to say what I wanted to say because had I said it, a lot of people would have been offended. This is before I come to the Lord now. But I would sit down and write it out. I would write my thoughts out. Boy, let me tell you, I felt so much better after that. Oh, boy. I felt much better because I got it out of me. And I'm a person, so I could read what I wrote. And sometimes just writing it out is good. But if you got someone to talk to, to tell that to, you're going to feel better too because somebody knows what you're feeling. And you'll feel like you're not alone. Then I have people that are lonely. They have no body, no family. When I say no family, no brother, no sister, no, no type of children, their children, somebody else's children, they don't have any children. God children, no children. And they're in their older years. And they feel like if I just had somebody, and God will open a door and use me. Hallelujah. Yeah. I've been blessed to talk with people, uh, do birthday wishes, birthday singing, uh, send birthday gifts. I, I, I've been able to do a lot of things. And look at him this morning. Look at him. He will use you to bless somebody. Can you can you look at that this morning? God will use you to be a blessing. I remember a few years back. Now I, I bought my silverware from Walmart, and I like my silverware. Well, I don't have much of it left now because, uh. <laughs> 
people come and they took it off and, you know, they didn't bring it back and all that kind of stuff. And Shante took silverware to work and left it on the job. and that. Now, it's not really expensive silverware. And I didn't even consider that because it was good enough for me to eat out of it. All I want to do is use it to eat. You know, I didn't have to have no extra special nothing. It did the job for me. But I got a visitor. And the visitor saw the silverware. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And when the visitor got back home, uh, they wrote me and said, listen, I want to send you this silverware. And they was real humble and sweet about it, you know. And they didn't do it in a way where it made me feel no type of no type of way or I felt, oh, they judging me because I don't have good silverware. I didn't feel like that because, hey, I had a silverware in there to eat with. Ironware, whatever it was, I could I had forks, spoons, butter knives, whatever I needed. And so I said, okay, they said, you talking about heavy? That silverware is heavy. It's good quality. And I got to be honest, I didn't use it yet. That's been a few years ago. I still got it in my pantry right there on the shelf. I can see it every time I go in my pantry. So I said this year for uh, Thanksgiving, because I'm going to have a small crowd, not a huge crowd, I'm going to use glass dishes. I'm going to use that uh, uh, very nice silverware. And I'm going to use real glasses. Because, see, I use paper plates. If paper plates good enough for me to eat off, it, it's good enough for my guests. Plus, I don't like all the dishwashing. I don't like all the loading the dishwashing, unloading the dishwash. Call me lazy. Call me what you want to call me. But what works for me works for me. Yeah. Now, I come up in a home where, where we did our, we didn't have no paper plates. Uh, Sister Irene told me one day, okay, CR, you know how we do it. Uh, uh, Sister Irene told me one day, she said, paper plates, if I use paper plates, people see me uh, invite them over and I use a paper plate, they think I'm crazy. Nobody here, she's in Australia, nobody here use paper plates. We use dishes. <laughs> I thought to myself, they won't be using dishes at my number unless they go go in there and wash them when they're done. Yeah, and then one time this person told me, yeah, you should. All them people you have in and out your house, you should use paper plates. You never know what people got. You think you put it in the dishwasher and it's hot and killing germs, and you get what I say, oh, my goodness, he come a nut, he come a nut. But God is faithful to us. Look what he does. Look at the gift. I wouldn't take nothing for this journey. Nothing but his journey. When I look back and I see where he brought me from, I can't help but tell him thank you. <laughs> he changed my whole life. I know some people don't agree with me. Some folks, oh, she, she's not that same. I, I don't know if she's living right or what. <laughs> but I know. And see, that's what makes the difference. When you know that you know, that God changed you from the inside out. See, when you know what you were, some people looking at you and they think they know what you were, but you truly know what you were and who you were. And God come in now. Because what you was and who you was, it wasn't a good person. 
But God come in and he changed you from the inside out. He gave you a brand new heart, a brand new mind. Even gave me a brand new walk. Yeah, a brand new way of thinking. So when it's like that, you can't help what people think about you or say about you. You got to keep going in Jesus. So I'm not going in me. I'm, I'm following him. He is the way, the truth, and the light, and he's my light. Yeah, wherever I'm going, if it's dark, he shines the light, and I see the way to come on out. Hallelujah. I see the, the map, the tape. I see which roads to go down to keep me safe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, he's my all in all this morning, <laughs> and I love it. Listen, I'm going to the first request because I'm too excited today. I'm going to the first request. And when we come back, we're coming back with a testimony. Uh, I know y'all remember the Duck people. Um, Theo Robertson, Robertson, I think was his name. And he blow the duck quack and he used to do all kind of stuff. But I want to bring his testimony in this morning, how he first come to the Lord. And uh, those that used to follow that duck dynasty and all of that, you would get to know that he was an alcoholic and a drug abuser. But in school, he was athletic and uh, had a lot of accomplishments. He went to college, got a degree. Oh, yeah, he did some stuff. Yeah, and that Duck Dynasty thing, he became faithful. I mean, he became famous. Yeah, so we're going to listen to his testimony. But let me get my first request of the morning in. <laughs> Still here, yeah. Ooh, 
not ask for nothing, just, you know, do uh, what we can do. If without him we can do nothing, what's stopping you from asking for what you want? You can't get it on your own. Oh, I know you think you went to work and you did this and that. No, you didn't. He allowed it. He blessed you. His grace and mercy, most of all, his love kicked in for you. He did it. I know you move your hands and he did it. Without him, we can't move. Without him, we can't breathe. Without him, we can't live. They had another song. It, it, it was a circular song, and the song said this, Louis, I can't live if living is without you. I can't give. I can't give anymore. Without God, we can't live. We can't give. We can't do nothing. So if I want something, if I need something, if I think of something, I'm telling him. I'm telling Almighty God who have all power. I'm asking. Yeah, I'm asking him. Because look, asking it shall be given. Who we asking? We asking the God that made the heavens and the earth. Who are we asking? We are asking our Heavenly Father that have all the power. Ask, and it'll be given. Seek, and you'll find. How many had to go out and look for a job? Anybody look for a job or the job that showed up at your door? Seek, and you'll find. Anybody had to go out and buy a car? You had to go out and select the car? You had to go out and do some paperwork, give some information? Anybody had to do that? Seek. He said, and you'll find. Anybody lost anything and had to keep looking for them? Where my keys? I know I just had that book. Where that book went at? Now, I was just on that chapter right there, and it done moved. Well, which chapter was I on? Huh? Anybody seeking because you're fine? Anybody knocking on doors and the door be open unto you? I want to ask him. I want to seek him. I want to knock on his door. And the reason being is, He's got all power. The earth is his. The fullness of the world and they that dwell there. Folk don't want to give God they all. They want to keep a portion for themselves so they can feel like they doing something. I know you hear me use the word I. It's just a word we're accustomed to using, but I don't mean I. Because I can do nothing without him. Anything good I've done, he used me to do it. It was him. It wasn't me. I can't take the credit. I'm telling you, I woke up this morning because of him. Woke up repenting, Lord. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glory to his majesty. He know you. He know you. He know what you need. He's a supplier of me. He provides me. He takes care of his people. But when are we going to let him? And stop depending on us. You're not getting nowhere. You're not doing nothing. And you don't want to be lazy, no. You don't want to be lazy. And the things that you can do, you want to do those. Trust in God that he's leading and guiding you. Yeah, you don't want to just sit around and twiddle your thumb. Well, let me see. The rent going to fall out of heaven. No, the rent ain't falling out. Oh, the mortgage going to fall. No, the mortgage is not going to fall out of heaven like that. Unless you ask for it like that. He talks about a man don't work, shouldn't eat. A 
Okay, Harry Nelson. Okay, Brother Louis. He talks about that. Because, see, what we're accustomed to is, well, today what we're trying to do is pay bills. Men are trying not to be homeless. Some are trying not to have paycheck to paycheck. Some are trying to get some money so they can have some money stored up. But I'm going to tell you what you need to have stored up. Your work unto God. When I tell you things you won't hear, just bring it to you. You can think about something and it'll show up. Let me tell you, you can think about someone and it'll show up. And I know y'all going to think I'm crazy. I can think about an old movie. And do you know the movie will show up? I'm over on Cracker. I'm over on Tubi. I'm over on Netflix. I'm just looking. And that was the old movie. That was an old movie called Suspect. Cher was in it and Neum. Ian Neum, I think that's his name. He he played some awesome movies. And he conquered the bad guys. Y'all know I like it when the bad guys been defeated. I don't like it when bad guys win in a movie. I'm never watching that one again. That's a raggedy movie. They let the bad guys win. Well, him and Cher in this movie together, and Cher was a public defender, and she represented him. Now, this was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I thought about that movie, and here come the movie. I said, God, supply need. Not only does he supply need, he give want. Yes, he does. But where, where, where's our mind? What, what, how do we think? What, what are we thinking about? What, what, what it is that we have our mind on? Yeah, and, and what's the motive behind what we what we want? What, what's the motive behind what we feel we need? We, we got to look at all these things. I love shoes, and I was looking in there, and I thought, you know, you could use a couple of more. No, you can't. That's just greedy. Get rid of some of these shoes, and then you can get some more shoes. And I need, I mean, you need to give a great portion of these shoes away. Brand new, never had my feet in some of them. Yeah. Folks send me gifts all the time, different things, books and and CD, different things, different things. Some stuff I get to it, some stuff I don't. And if I've kept it six months to a year and I haven't used it, that means it's for someone else. I can't be a hoarder. That's just not the barber way. I don't like clutter. You could put a pitch over there and I'll put a pitch over there in your house, not in mine. Because I don't like all that all over the wall. That's just not me. If that's what you like, that's fine. But I can't live cluttered. Yeah. So give some stuff away. But I want to take you here first, and then we will go uh, to the next scripture. Looking at Psalms 23, and a lot of people, they quote this, and uh, they put it to different things. Some people use it for witchcraft and all kind of stuff. And how do I know this? I, before I come to God, I was one of them people. Because I thought that's what the Psalms was for. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Oh, but God fixed it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Psalms 23, starting at that first verse, it says this in, in my Bible, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, two things here for, for us, two things, believers, Christians, saints of God, two things here. Is he really your shepherd? Or is the job your shepherd? You know, the, your family, you know, the husband, the wife, the children. Who is your shepherd? Who do you really take care of? Who do you really consider? Who do you give your all to? Because if it's the Lord, listen, he's your shepherd and you shall not want. It's not saying that you could not want. Maybe you won't want. You know, sometimes you will want. It says, I shall not want. And for me, that's any time I want something. I'm not going to want for it. It's coming my way. It's coming my way because he's my shepherd. And look, the shepherd that he is to me, the earth is his, the fullness thereof, the world invaded, dwell therein again this morning. Yeah. It's a matter of our thoughts. It's a matter of our faith. It's a matter of who we've been trusting. It's a matter of are you really serious? Do you really believe that God really is your shepherd or you got some doubts and wavering in there? Because if he's your shepherd, you shall not want. If you pray for something that you want, let it go. I told you it's been a week that I was thinking about that cosmetic case. I was thinking about it. I said, you know what? I'm going to get another one. I am going to get another one. But before I can put, to get another one <laughs> together with my cube, with my coins, with my money, he already sent it. And look what he did. Hey, glory. Look what he did. He didn't just give the cosmetic case. I'm going to run any minute now. I'm going to just throw my hands up and take off running. He didn't just give the cosmetic case. He gave me a jewelry case and a makeup case with that. Well, well, well a personal hygiene case, I'm going to call it. The shampoo, you know, the lotion, the conditioner, the deodorant, all of that, the big bottles I can put in there. He didn't stop there. He gave me a spot that if I want to put makeup in there, if I was a woman who wore makeup, I would have somewhere to store the right size bottles of makeup. But see, I can use that for other things, like maybe pantyhose or knee highs or something like that. Then he came and gave me another one that I could put jewelry in. I have like three, two or three I put jewelry in because I like chunky, big stuff. You know, I'm from the South. So he gave me another one with that. Why? He's my shepherd and I shall not want. Come right back. Look what he did with the knife and the block. I wanted that. He showed up on time. I wanted the bed bench. Look at what he did. Yeah. 
you don't know like I know what he'll do for you. Yesterday, I was looking even at, look, look at her. <laughs> Go on and run, dear. Go on and run. I was looking yesterday at a wall painting, you know, a painting that go in the living room or the family room. And I saw the one I really wanted. All I had to do was click the button. I could have had it. I didn't. I said, wait a minute. I, I, I'm, I'm going to consider some other things, somebody else, because I'm being blessed. I didn't even know yet that that the block and the knives was in the mail yet. I didn't even know they was on the porch yet. But the Lord is my shepherd. Is he yours? Is he yours this morning? Take self-inventory. Consider God. Lord, are you mine? Am I really yours, Lord? Am I really doing what it takes to be yours? Or am I just talking? Father, do my lips line up with my heart? Do my heart line up with my lips? Am I truly obeying your word? Or am I the one taking it out of context? Talking about something that these people done taught me. I need you to teach me your way, God. Teach me your way and lead me to a place in you that's higher than me. Help me today, Lord. And I'm not doing it just so I can get my wants met or my needs met. But I want to do it because I love you today. I love you. Even when I was raggedy, even when I was half-stepping, when I was yet a sinner, you died for me. You're yet keeping me going, yet keeping me alive. So, Lord, I want to be totally yours. But I need you to help me. I can't do it on my own. He don't just supply materialistic needs. He supplies spiritual needs. He don't just supply materialistic wants, but he supplies spiritual wants. Did you know this? We're going to go a little further. In verse 2 of Psalms 23. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Now, this is a spiritual move here. This is a spiritual move. He, in other words, here, he keep me in perfect peace. He keep me feeling safe. He, he keep me feeling he's close to me. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Anybody ever lied down in a green pasture? Anybody ever went out in the field and it was beautiful grass? See, I, I've been in some places. He leads me beside the still waters. Still water. It's not a water that's rushing up on the rocks. It's not a roaring out and a roaring in, but the water is still. Peace. All of this here represents spiritual peace to me. Verse 3 says, he restores my soul. Because sometimes I get a little sidetracked. Sometimes I get angry and I might think of some things that I shouldn't think. I can remember I used to repent because when it came to my granddaughter, Cobrisha, I just couldn't stand for nobody to say a hard word to her, especially her daddy. <laughs> 
telling you the truth. And I would have to go and repent because one day I was going to fight him. Do y'all hear what I say? And I told him, I said, the longest day you live, don't you ever talk to her like that. In front of me or behind my back, I said, because you don't know me, man. Oh, I was hot that day. And I said, he come on out. You want to fight? I said, hold up. I got Cobrisha. I said, Cobrisha, just go with your daddy. She grand. I said, no, go with your daddy, Cobrisha. I'm going to stay saved. I'm going I'm to stay in Jesus today because he's about to make me come out. <laughs> he come on. So he took her. But listen, this is the honest truth. I think he may have been gone 10 minutes. And when I looked up, Cobrisha was at the door, at the screen door, Granny. And when I looked at the door, he took off. <laughs> I was like, come on here, baby. You see? So sometimes he got to restore your soul. He got to restore your mind. You got to go to him and repent and get it right with God. He leaded me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Because, see, I, I, I don't moved somewhere that I shouldn't have moved. I done thought a thought that I shouldn't have thought. I, I, I done said something I should. He restored your soul now. And he leaded me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. He does all of this because he provides for his people. All of this is spiritual. Remember this. If you don't remember anything else, God is a spirit. And if you're going to be his, you got to become a spiritual people, a spiritual person. And I know many of us don't understand. We just want to walk in the way. We, we just want to try to keep ourselves. You can't do it. Only the spirit of God can keep us. That's why he gave us the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. That's why, because it will keep you. It will remind you. But we want to walk in something on our own, no ma'am. I can't trust me. I can only trust God. Verse 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I'm going to remember the word of God. Because, see, I put on the whole armor. I'm going to remember what his word says and I could walk through the valley of the shadow. See, death want to conquer. But I'm not going to fear. And I'm not going to fear nobody robbing me, killing me, stabbing me, doing nothing to me. Because he's with me. And his rod and staff is going to comfort me. That word will comfort me so much. I believe it. Verse 5 says this. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Y'all got some enemies. I do too. <laughs> and they're not just, just, just spirits, evil enemies. It, 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 it's spirits that use people, physical folk. An evil spirit that use them right now. But you got to allow it. Remember that here. So they allow these evil spirits to use them. And they enemies. But he said he'll prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. 
And see, the enemy may be hungry and don't have nothing. I'm sitting down to a full course meal. Brother Louis, I got steak and potatoes. It, it's baked to perfection. Oh, it's so soft and creamy. <laughs> I got butter, sour cream, bacon, and a few chives on top of that <laughs> at the table. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. He done fixed me. I'm, I'm already fixed. For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. I'm not that old Bob. He's my shepherd now. He keeps me in peace. No matter where I go, I don't have to be afraid, because what? He's with me. His rod and staff is going to comfort me. Here come my enemies. Now he prepared a table right before him. And he anoints my head with oil. Now, I got more than I could ever have. My cup is running over. My cup runneth over. Because I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so satisfied in him. I, I'm so knowing what he's capable of doing. I'm so knowing he's going to be right there to rescue me from anything. I might fall into something, but he's going to come and get me out of it because he's my shepherd. I honor him. I obey him the best that I can. I love people. It makes no difference of your color, your nationality, where you come from, even my enemies. Somebody told me the other day, they said, Barbara, <laughs> you always talk about loving your enemies. You love them Democrats. I said, you know what? Get on away from me. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. Not about no political stuff. Yeah. We got to love everybody. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Because God is love. And you're just not on your own. He's with you all the way. Leave you. He won't forsake you. He's going all the way with you. Do you know even in death, God is there? I believe if I get ready to leave here when I, what they call crossover, you heard that before. When I get ready to cross over the Jordan, I believe it will be somebody, our glory to his majesty. It would be someone there to welcome me. Maybe my mom and dad or my sister, my cousin, somebody I'm familiar with who already went on before me. They're going to be there so that I can come easy and no trouble, no fear, no nothing. Go on in Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, after all of these things, after all of these things, verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely now, goodness, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Why? I show goodness. I show mercy. I show grace. I'm forgiven. I love. I, I, I'm, I'm working hard not to judge people. Now, sometimes what you see is what you see, but I don't have to judge anyone. 
But if you show me you're a thief now, I got to be careful because I know you're still. If you show me you're a liar and everything you say you need a cosigner, I, I know you're a liar. That's not judging. That's what it is. But love the enemy. Forgive people quickly. Forgive quickly. As quick as you want to be forgiven, that's how you forgive other people. You don't hold nothing. Some people hold grudges until they die. Oh, no. I don't want no part of that. I want to forgive quickly and move on. Forgive and forget it. I don't want to forgive and remember it because if I remember it, I'm not forgiven. I don't think I am. Now, this may not work for everybody, but I want to forgive and forget. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. So look, why can't I forgive and forgive? Forget. Why can't I? Because if they're my enemies, he's going to prepare the table. I want them to see the steak, Louis. I love sweet shrimp, the big jumbo, the big prongs. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have all that on the table, that baked potato like that. Ooh, strawberry shortcake, Louis, for dessert. And I know some people from the north, they may not understand, but I got to have sweet tea with that meal. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. He loves us, and he wants the best for us, and he wants to give us the best. He wants us to have more than, but we get carried away. And many times we think things do to us. Nothing do to me but death. Even my righteousness is as filthy rags before him. I got a lot of coming up to do. Yeah. Loving them enemies. Ooh. I got a lot more than that to do. You 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 got to settle down with folks that believe different from you. You 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 got to settle down with folks that come against you because you believe the truth and they don't even know the truth. Oh, it's a lot in that. They're not your enemies. These fools. You can't reason with a fool. The scripture say when you find them a fool, leave them a fool. Now that's what the word say. Hold it against me if you want to. I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it. It's not my word, it's his. I heard the people say, deal with it. <laughs> but surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Look how he ended that. Look how he ended that. I'm going to bless you all the days of your life. And go on and dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This David, this David talking right here. This was the first, this was the twenty third song. He had wrote twenty two before, but this is the twenty third one, and it's a beautiful song. And if we remember this, he's our shepherd, and we shall not want. If you want something, something is missing. Maybe you need to give a little more. Forgiving always moves God. I'm telling you, it moves him now. When I give my time to people, it moves him. 
when I pray for somebody else's children, because I've given mine to you. And if I say that, I say, Lord, I gave my children to you. God, bless their kids. Bless their children, Lord. Bless their grandchildren. Lord, you see your daughter. She needs help, Lord. She don't need no criticism. She needs help. And nobody can help her right now but you. Move by your spirit for her, God, in the name of Jesus. Move for our sons. Listen. We need to give more. And not in money, because I know when you mention that money to people, people want to run. And they're not givers. I don't care what you give them. Look here. If you got to get something from them, they're going to charge you for it. I'm just telling you. Been there and doing that. I already know. When I meet somebody and, 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 and I believe they're in the family, because we got to be especially good to the members of the household of faith. I don't care what church they attend. They could be Methodist, Baptist. I, I don't have nothing to do with your denomination. You said Jesus. You say you and him and he's in you. You said you saved. That makes us related through the blood of Jesus. So if I know this about you, or you told me this, because see, some people have to tell me, because I can't see it. I don't know. I'm honest. So if this is what you told me, I'm going by what you said. You come and visit me, I'm going to give you something. I got to, if it ain't nothing but a bubble gum. <laughs> I get tickled at myself. Y'all forgive me for all that laughing here. It's, it's, it's not that it's not that it's so funny, but I see myself in a lot of ways in, in what I'm telling y'all today. So it's, it's funny to me about me, not you. Please don't take it personal. But I, I love to give. I had these people to come over and had all this Dollar Tree stuff. And one lady was out there in the garage buying. I think Sion was here. She was just buying up cups and this and that. Hey, look here, y'all take this, <laughs> you take that, and you take, I got to give. My son get mad with me because he said, now, I gave you $300, and you this, look here, if you gave it to me, back up off it, because I'm going to give it away, don't worry about it. You, 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 you're trying to have me to, uh, yeah, so the doc, you was here too. You want me to store up in the barns. Until the barns run over. And I go to bed that night or before I go to bed, it's told me your soul is required of you tonight. Because all I got is a bunch of stuff stored up in the in the barn. All I got is a bunch of money in the bank. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I got to have some work that won't burn up. I got to have some work that when I stand before God truly, I can say these are they. Father, you told me to take her to the grocery store. Father, you told me to pray for her. You told me to cast the demons out of these people, Lord. Yeah, I got to have work. All that what I got, that's not what make me. Who I got is, oh, glory, hallelujah. I'm a rod. I'm a rod. Who I got is what makes me. I got Jesus. I got, hey, glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Mm. I know the son of the true and living God for real, for real. I know beyond a shadow of doubt he woke me up this morning. I know he made me over again. I know it was him that drew me to him. And I know today he supplied need according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. 
by his son, Christ Jesus. Listen, let's look at Philippians 4 and 19. I like that right there. And I'm just trying to make it short because I'm going to play Phil Robertson. I'm going to play him. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19 simply says this, and you'll hear me say it often. But my God, I'm not talking about other people, God. I'm talking about my God. I, I, I'm, I'm talking about Jehovah. I, I'm talking about the God that made the heaven and the earth. I'm, I'm talking about this God, my God, that uh, so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believe on that son won't perish but have everlasting life. Now, that's who I'm talking about, my God, the one that said, let there be light and light appeared. The one that raised Jesus from the dead. The one that gave him the power to go down in hell and conquer all and rise up with all power. The grave couldn't hold him. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 19. Oh, I love that right there. Amen goes right there. Ah, look, it's so much on that. It's so much on it. So why are we fearing? Why why are we losing our mind? Why are we not asking? Why, why do we think it's about us? How is it that we feel we can do it? Without God, we can do nothing. And over here is letting us know he supply needs according to his riches. How much riches does he have? You can't count it. You don't even know it all. But one scripture sticks out to me, and I'm telling you I hold on to it because I know it to be the truth. It simply let me know that my eyes have not seen, and I've seen some things of God, and I've seen him move, and I, I've seen him work for others. I've seen him heal. I've seen him raise the dead. I've seen him bring people back. I, I've seen him give jobs. I've seen him make ways where it was no way because he is the way. But look, he supplies. Supplies. Many times it's, it's, it's as if we can't comprehend that. We just got to do something. We, we just got to be in charge doing something. I, I, I just got to go this way and I, I, I just let, let it go. Sometimes we try to lose our mind, let, let it go. And I say we try because we won't let go and let God. If he so loved us, which he does, and he did, that when we were sinners, he yet sent his son, Christ Jesus, to die for us, Jesus Christ to die for us. He so loved us, he gave up this boy, this only boy here that obeyed him to the letter. You don't think he'll bless you? See, many times we sitting around, I've had people that tell me this, see, Barbara, you don't understand, I, I'm not like you. Of course not. 
we didn't come from the same bloodline. Prince and, and Mary, that they're my parents. <laughs> you and Bill, they're my grandparents. So we're not the same. We didn't go through the same struggles even in life. Some of them was the same, but not all. Your, your household was different than the way I grew up. But listen to this. Stop blaming yourself. Stop putting yourself in there and making yourself so important. Yeah, you're important to God. He loves you, but you're not that important that you're going to come before him and, and you're going to fix you and, and you're going to blame you. Now, let go and forgive yourself. God forgave you. You asked him to forgive you. He forgave you, now forgive you and move on. And stop holding stuff against your own self. Sometimes we are our own worst enemy. Been there, done that. Raise him a right hand right now. Let it go. God made you who you are. He just simply wants to improve you because he made a perfect vessel. Yes, he did. You don't make no mistakes. You don't make no junk. We just got to depend on him for every little thing, please. And watch what he does for you. That devil coming, and when that devil come, honey, you put that word to him. Every time he come. Look, because he talks to everybody. He told me one day, you believe in all that stuff? <laughs> Y'all excuse me. You believe in all of that? You crazy. Yeah, he don't, he, 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 he don't respect the person either. He get in where he can fit in. I just sit back on the couch and relax and let it go. I know again this morning, my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. You got to know this for yourself. I know my Redeemer lives. How you know it, Barbara? He lives in me. Every day that I allow him, he lives in me. I know my Redeemer lives. Yeah. Give it all to God. Give yourself, your faith, your walk, your mind, your heart, your fingers, your toes. Give it all to your weave. Give it all to God. And let him lead and guide you in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He's not going to lead you astray. Sometimes we're afraid we're going to be embarrassed. So what if I'm embarrassed? Honey, I'm embarrassed for him. And if he allow it and I notice him doing it, I, I'm not embarrassed. I'm grateful. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. See, sometimes we're ashamed. I got to do it this way because if my lights go off, what people going to say? Your lights off. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. But they're not going to bring it out a dime over there to get them back on. I can promise you that. That I can promise you. All they're going to do is talk about your lights being off. She ain't pay her light bill. You're not rich. See, let, let me tell you something. I think a whole nother weird way. That, that's why I tell you I'm, I'm peculiar. <laughs> because I think like this. The first one who... Never had a struggle paying a bill. Go ahead and talk about my lights being on. 
Now, your stuff might have not have got turned, may not have gotten turned off, but it was threatened. And some people live off credit cards. Look, I used to think this certain person was just filthy rich. But see, I should have known better because you couldn't just go out and spend like I wanted you to because I'd have had you out there. You'd have had to prove to me that you was rich, Sion. You'd have had to prove that to me because you'd have been spending. But it appeared they just had it like that. You know, I didn't have it like that. I went to work every day and made my few coins and paid my bills the best that I could, you know. But now you acting as if you got, but all you had was credit cards. And you was careful with the credit cards because next month you had to pay every dime back on each one of them cards that you used. So one you might put $10 on, you know, another one $39.45 on one. And next month, you know, you, when you paid your monthly bills, you paid them a few things off. And it would appear that people have all this money and all this stuff. Every time you turn around, Amazon running there and FedEx running there, Prime over there. Every time you turn around, UPS coming. These people got credit cards. All these people got a firm. Anybody know what a firm is through Walmart? Uh, it may be Clumner. Plumbing, I think that's the name of the pink one, pink and black. You can you can make payments. Uh, the, the the shopping channel. Yeah. And if you're not careful, you put yourself in the debt. And they used to tell me that oh, them people still paying off what they bought last year for Christmas. I'm like, what? I didn't understand that because see, I went out and I spent cash for what I was buying for my children or myself. I said, yeah, them credit cards, this, that, and that, charging. So I, I, I didn't do all of that. But you know what? I don't know if I, I wouldn't have if I had known. I didn't know, and I'm, I'm grateful that I didn't. Because I didn't need to be in that kind of debt. Yeah, so folk going to talk, you, 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 you can get ready for that. If you come into millions tomorrow, and you leave your community where you live, and somebody find out, oh, oh, she became a millionaire, so she she got on up out of here. Somebody going to have something negative to say about you. I'm glad she gone. <laughs> yeah, they going to have something negative to say about you now. Got all that money. I've been a neighbor for 10 years, and she wouldn't even give me a, a, a drink. She wouldn't even buy me a beer. She wouldn't even buy me a soda. I'm just telling you what they say now. And the Christian people, she know my church could have used some of that money. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. So look, I can't be concerned with all of that. God supply for me. And when you're leaning and depending on him, you got to have a mindset to have patience to wait on him. If you don't have a mindset to have patience to wait on God, get on out the race. Just just go ahead on out the race now because it's not given to the swift nor the strong, but the one that endured to the end, the one that got patience to go all the way. Yeah. So we back at it this morning. 
trust God with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He's going to direct your path. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear God and depart from evil. If you meditate in that, I'm talking about meditate in it. Watch it. It's going to make your life better than it has ever been. Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, let me tell you, it got me here today. It got me not to stress. I would have been a stressful person, but he gave me Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. He let me know, Bobby, you trusting in you, and you don't have the power to work that right there. Look here, let me, let, let me do this right here. Trust me in this. Oh, I heard what they told you, Barbara, but are you going to trust me? Are you going to listen to him who can't do nothing but talk? I'm able to turn it around, and he does. Huh? And he does. Hallelujah. It is well with my soul. It is well. Tell yourself that this morning. It is well with my soul. Yeah. Because some days we're going to have some rough days. But our trials come to make us strong. Can nobody do you like Jesus? I promise you this morning, he's your friend. And if you receive him, guess what? Friend that stick closer than a brother. And then you're joint as with him. You're related, through, you're related to him through the spirit of God, through his blood. So we have to go back to the old path and look around. We need to go back and start thinking on these things. Because see, we got the new wave, new age stuff, and we running with it. And all that's got you doing is up and down. All that's got you doing is trying to get better in the world. Now, let's get better in God. Forget the world. It's going to pass away. Did you know that? The heavens and the earth going to pass. He's bringing down a new heaven and a new earth. Did you hear about that? I'm not trying to get better in this world. It's going to pass away. I'm building on that eternal life. That's what we need to come together and do. Let's come together and please God. Forget the pastor. Forget the evangelist, the prophet. Forget all of that. Please, almighty God that have all power. He'll show you who who to work with. He'll show you what to do for the pastor. He'll show you what to do for the bishop, the apostle, the evangelist. Work with him. Give him your all. Stop giving these buildings and these people your all and give it to God. He will become the author and finisher of your faith. He will become your Lord and master. He will become your father and your God. He will open doors and make ways for you, places that you don't see no way because he is the way. You will begin to focus more to keep your mind on him because the more you think about him, the more you want to please him, the more you want to get right with him, guess what? He will keep you in perfect peace. He will remind you now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Don't let people talk you out of faith in God. He can't put money on the ground. Oh, they crazy. He don't operate in that way because you got him in a box in the corner. Yeah, and he can only do so much for you because you only allow him to do so much. 
but he's wide open in my life. He's bigger than my life. He's bigger than the world. He's got all the power. There's nothing he can't do. With you, things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Oh, we back at it this morning. We must learn to let go so that God can have his way in our lives. Because if we're going to hold on to it, he can't fix it. If you want him to fix it, you got to let it go. If you're going to fix it, he's going to let it go. And see, I can't fix nothing. I can mess up some things. Oh, I mess it up right now. Y'all done heard me mess up songs and everything, people names, y'all done heard, all in the Bible names, y'all done heard me mispronounce words, huh? I mess it up. But he's a perfected God. He's a perfect God. He don't make mistakes. I've heard people say, God said, and then it, it, that, that's not what God said. That was what you thought. <laughs> and it's all right this morning in Jesus' name. Yeah, I can laugh today because I'm happy. I can laugh yesterday because I'm happy. I was happy yesterday. I was happy on Tuesday. I was happy on Monday. Matter of fact, the hurricane was coming. I was still happy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Hallelujah. I'm the head this morning and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Look at this. I, I, I just got to testify a little bit. Both knees was giving me problems after that Alabama trip. Because can I be honest? <laughs> I went to Alabama and did absolutely nothing. Didn't see nobody. Didn't go nowhere. I had the people coming to the hotel bringing me everything under the sun that I wanted. Are you listening to me? Come back much bigger than I left. Yeah. Because I eat the good of the land, but you got to have <laughs> balance. You got to have balance with eating the good of the land. Too much of anything is not good for us. God took care of me, going and coming back. I drove by myself. And you know, at 65, you're not as sharp as you used to be. I don't care how you look now. Oh, girl, you don't look 65. I don't see them wrinkles you're talking about. You don't have that much gray hair. You're not as sharp as you used to be, Louis, at 65. Now, I'm trying to tell you this morning. <laughs> but he blessed me to go. And it come on back. I have to laugh at me, y'all. I have to laugh at me. Yeah. Bless me to go. Bless me to come back. I got to see some things I wanted to see. Cows out in the field. Anybody like looking at that kind of stuff? You see it on TV, but to actually see it in real life, it's a whole different thing. And I know some people couldn't stand this, but I like to go to a hog farm and look at the hog. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just strange. I know it. I like to see the chickens and the, the beans growing and the peas growing and all this kind of stuff, country life. I think that's why I like watching Amish movies so much. Yeah, because these people work. About a sweater they brought, they bring forth this to women baking bread, real bread. You know, ain't nothing about it. 
made over there on a machine, you know, they made it with their hands. They kneaded the dough and all that, put the buttermilk and yeah, they did it themselves. I like all that kind of stuff. Country life, real stuff. I know some people into the city and they follow in the ways of the world. That's not me. I like that country stuff. I can't help it. Real bacon. <laughs> A real slice of ham. I can't eat it. I can't eat it. It's pork. Smoked turkey leg. A real one. Ooh. Like all that. Field peas and okra. Can't eat it, but love it. <laughs> God is good. We just got to wake up. We just got to wake up for real. Wake up. Trust God. Because, look, I, I want to tell you this, what's coming our way. If we haven't practiced trusting him, we're going to be in for a rude awakening. Because it's not going to change overnight. Oh, Lord, you done got deep on me, brother. Hot bread out of the oven. And I'm going to just smear just a smidgen of butter on that, see. And, and I might sprinkle a little honey on mine. <laughs> yeah. So we need, to, we need to do perfect practice right now. Because perfect practice makes perfect. Start learning to trust God now. Right now, I'm telling you, start learning to trust God. Come up in your faith. Because what's coming out, well, you're going to need all of that. And a little bit more. You're going to need his prayer and his word. You're going to need to learn how to stand on his word. After standing, you're going to have to stand some more. Yeah, you're standing on a solid foundation that won't give in. His word. But if you haven't practiced it, if you haven't been, it's going to be something serious. You might give in. <coughs> Excuse me. You might give in too quick, too fast, and too furious. You'll give in. See, because you haven't stored up. You, you, you haven't been working on trusting God, keeping your mind on him, depending on his word, going all the way with him. You, you, you haven't done that. Time you hear a little something, you know, they're going to cut the lights out. Oh, boy, you run and get another job, a part-time job. Yeah, because in two weeks, well, they're really going to cut it off on the 24th. Well, by 24th, I mean, I made a paycheck. Stand right here. I'm already working one job. Lewis said, perfect practice <laughs> and proud, proper planning <laughs> prevents poor performance. That's what Lewis said. And that's what you're doing. Proud, proper planning is going to prevent poor performance and poor everything. It's going to keep you from dying. Guess why? I've learned how to lean and depend on Jesus. I learned that if I trust him, he will provide. Oh, yes, he will. I'm a living witness. I believe if I have nothing in my cupboards and I pray the prayer of faith, I believe God will move for me. You hear me? When I look back and I see spaghetti sauce, spaghetti. <laughs> when I open the freezer, I see ground meat to make meatballs. Yeah, what? See, I told you, strange. I'm strange. And I'm storing up treasures in heaven where moth and rust don't corrupt and thieves can't break in and steal. I'm not trying to store all that up down here. This is going away. 
Believe it or not, this is going to pass. He's bringing down a new heaven and a new earth, I told you. Man, I messed all this stuff up so bad. I'm not going to fix all of this. Just do away with it. I can bring brand new. I'm putting my people in something new. I'm putting my people where the devil never traded. I'm putting my people where evil spirits have never lurked. I'm putting my people where the spirit of death, the shadows of death has never been. New heaven and new earth, honey. But we got to give God our all. He's worthy. He's worthy. So it says that, back to Philippians 4 and 19, but my God shall supply all, not some, and it didn't say he could, he might, he, you know, maybe it said God shall supply all you need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's his son. But do we really believe this? Do we really walk in this? Are we walking in us? Oh, yeah. Going back to this one one more time. And then I'm going and play another request of the morning. Then we get into Robertson. Robertson. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. But again, we got to make sure that he's our shepherd. We got to make sure he's mine and I'm his. I got to make sure I'm obeying him because if I don't obey his word, I don't belong to him. Now, that's what he said. I had nothing to do with it. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepareth the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. We need to go back to this several times. Just keep going back to it. And remembering what he said. Not what we want to remember. But we want to remember what he said. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. Oh, yeah. I am thankful unto him today. For without God, I could do nothing. It was him that brought me to this place where I am right now. And I don't want nothing to separate me from the love of God. Nothing. Heights, death, family, free, nothing. Husband, uh uh-uh. Nope, nope. Children, nope. Mm -mm. Because he's too worthy. He is too worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're grateful unto him. So listen, I'm going to one more request of the morning. And uh, when we come back, we're coming back with Bill Robertson. I want to call him Robertson. I don't know why. Yeah. Right, we going over there. How many come in here to have church tonight? Oh, 
I just did that for the ladies. Because I know they're sitting on the edge of their chair saying, oh, I hope he blows those duck calls. Welcome to the Focus on the Family broadcast, helping families thrive. That's the duck call that helped make Phil Robertson famous. And today we're going to hear how he became a believer in Jesus Christ. Back in high school, uh, Phil was quite an athlete, earning all-state rankings in football, baseball, and track. In college, he was a starting quarterback for Louisiana Tech and got a master's degree in education. After graduation, Phil spent several years as a highly acclaimed teacher in Louisiana schools. But by the time he was in his late 20s, Phil had succumbed to alcohol and drug addiction and had abandoned his wife Kay and young sons. And that's where we're going to pick his story up today. Here's Phil Robertson speaking at Gateway Church in South Lake, Texas on Focus on the Family. I was born of a woman like you. That's how we all got here, first birth. That first birth gets us on the earth, right? That got you on the earth. That second birth gets you off the earth. Pretty cool. The mother of all stories. God does work in mysterious ways. Before I became a child of God, I owned a beer joint. My little sister told one of the brothers at a congregation there in West Monroe, I'm up in Arkansas. My little sister told that guy, one of the brothers, if you could convert my brother, if you could convert him, he would bring many, many people to Jesus. And she kept on after him. And he says, I don't know, going to, how far is it? 75 miles. I don't know about going way up in there, you know, you know, going to a beer joint. Is that where we're going? Do you have to go to the beer joint? That's where he is. Finally, she talks him into it. The guy walks in. She brought the preacher. And the first thing I asked him was, you some kind of preacher? He said, I am. I said, let me ask you something. You ever been drunk? He said, I have. I said, so why are you up here telling me about getting drunk? Because you've been drunk just like I'm getting drunk right now. Mm. Right? To make a long story short, that first meeting, he walks outside and tells my little sister when they get in the car, I don't think he's ready. A year later, I ran Miss Kay off, and Al was there. I think Jace was, too, a little baby. I ran him off. Uh, I, was, I was, like, getting high, getting drunk. I was a scumbag and a heathen. <laughs> What's amazing is 
A year after the initial meeting with the preacher, my loving wife that I'd run off said, why don't you talk to him? Just sober up a little bit and talk to him. So she talked me into it, and he shared with me what I'm fixing to share with y'all. To make a long story short, I decided since I didn't even realize who Jesus was. I, too busy smoking dope and getting drunk. I'm thinking, how did I miss that? Couple of college degrees? No. They didn't say anything about God or Jesus when I was in college. Did you at your college? Never brought them up. Father, Son, or Holy Spirit. The only time I heard the word God mentioned when I was in college was they would use his name in vain. So I decided, having been a heathen for 28 years, and I put on my brakes, the preacher didn't have to tell me to repent. I knew what repentance meant. He didn't have to say, Phil, look, you can't go whoring around, you know, once you become a Christian. Uh, let me explain to you what repentance means, Phil. Old Phil knew that. And you know what? All of you know that, don't you? You know what doing good is. You know what love is. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. We all know what that is. So I didn't need a big, long explanation. I knew it was time, and I was motivated by the gospel of Jesus. And I said, well, I've served the evil one all this time. Now I'm fixing to serve God. So I go from this way to about face, and I'm going that way now. And I was committed to God and made a pact with him. I said, I'll run wide open for you, God as fast as I ran wide open for the devil for 28 years. So now I've been at this for, uh, for 42. Heathen for 28. A son of God for the last 42. Trust me when I tell you, this last 42 has been way better than the first 28. The the rarest of commodities has come my way. You say, what is it, Phil? What's the rarest of commodities? What is it that came your way? Peace of mind. Finally got it. You're never going to have peace of mind without Jesus Christ. Ever. It ain't going to happen fits of rage, sexual immorality, hatred, discord, factions, envy, jealousy. You know the list of sins. I gave you the list, the fruit of the Spirit, about five minutes ago. Now you're hearing the list of sins. You want to keep that up thinking, boy, life will turn one of these days. I don't need no God, no Bible. Tell me about it. Now all I work with is people who are 
getting high, getting drunk. I'm dealing with them. And they say, well, if you just understand what I'm going through, I said, trust me, honey, when I tell you, I know exactly what you're going through. I've been there. I didn't realize it was such a trap until I got out of it. I get out of the trap that the Satan had me in, and I look back, and I said, what was I thinking? The truth is, I wasn't thinking. So I've been delivered from Satan, so now I went from getting high, getting drunk, to being a son of God, and now, shocker of shocks, I'm rich and famous. <laughs> and you say there's no God? <laughs> The problem with fame, one, it's a big headache. <laughs> Two is fame can't remove my sin or yours. It can't do it. And on top of that, you say, well, Phil, you said you were rich. It's not going to help me when it comes to being raised from the dead. All the money in the world is never going to be able to raise me from the dead, right? Better keep first things first. We have humanism and atheism and agnosticism and, you know, postmodernism and materialism, ism, 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 ism. That's all I heard in college. This ism, that ism, this ism, that ism. You know what they're all about? They're all trying to get around this story right here. And none of them have succeeded. All of you, they're going to have your funeral and mine. You can go, yeah, they're going to have my funeral one of these days, and they're going to have fields too. You can go like that, or you can say, I, like the guy told me one time, you're not going to put that on me. You're not going to tell me I'm going to die. I said, oh, you're going to die. He said, no, sir, buddy. He gets up. He said, no way. I wanted to tell him the good news about the resurrection of Jesus, but he was saying, I'm not going to die. I said, oh, you're going to die. So we're arguing about it. Whether it's going. I said, well, everybody else has. <laughs> and so are you, dude. Live with it. Face it. I argued with him for 30 minutes trying to convince him he was going to die. He left my house saying, ain't nobody telling me that kind of junk. Six weeks goes by, and the guy that brought him, he said, you know the dude that was arguing with you about dying, Phil? I said, I remember him. He said, he just did. I said, what happened to him? He said he was knifed to death in a bar right up the road. I just wonder, when he hit the ground, hit the floor, I wonder if he thought about our conversation God had spoken to him through me six weeks earlier. No takers. He said, nope, I will not die. I said, he's the only human I've ever run up on. I've run up on a lot of them said they didn't sin. Of course, they were lying, which is a sin. <laughs> but he was the only one I've ever run up on who said, I'm not going to die. I said, oh, you're going to die. Face it. So are all of you, Texas. 
if in the beginning God did not create the heavens and the earth, if that's not what happened, you're not getting out of here. So what's the scoop? You have two problems you cannot fix. You can't fix them. One is you came out of your mother. I mentioned that earlier. You know what? You weren't a sinner because you didn't know what the law said. You didn't know what lying was. You're about two hours old. You're in a little crib or you're at your mother's breast. You say, you don't know what stealing is. But when you hit them teenage years along in there somewhere, something happened. The commandments started coming, and you did understand. What you had from Adam, what you inherited from him, was the ability to know the difference between the, you had the knowledge of good and evil. Remember what God told Adam? Don't, don't, don't eat over there. Because if you do, you eat of that tree, you'll know what on, not only what good is, but what evil is. You don't want to go there. Because if you do, you're going to die. Well, every last one of us found out what evil was at some point. So you violate one of God's commands. You say, how many does it take? Just one. And you've been dead in your sins ever since. You used to be dead in your sins and transgressions in which you used to live for the saved here. When you followed the ways of the world and you followed the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who works in those who are disobedient, you're like, oh, my goodness. So when physical death comes along and you're already spiritually dead in your sins, you're cut off forever, eternally. God's not like our government. Can't pay him off. Can't rope-a-dope him. Get around him. You say, God is just. So for the saved here, I'm like, be thankful and you are blessed because your sins have been forgiven. Your sins are covered. No sin will never, ever be counted against you. It'll give you peace of mind. Knowing on top of that, you can be raised from the dead. How did it happen? Something rather large must have happened in year one because we're all saying it's 2,016 years since it happened. What could have happened that your calendar is based on it? You say, well, what do they call all the years before Jesus showed up? That's one, two, three, four, five, six, six years since Jesus showed up, seven, eight, you get to 2016. You say, you call all the years before he got here, all the years before he got here. <laughs> right? You know why you're counting time by him? The creator of the cosmos has become a human being coming forth out of a woman's womb just like all of you, same kind of birth. The difference between this one and all of you, 
he got to the early teenage years and he grew in wisdom and stature and he never made one mistake. He never violated the law. 100% God, 100% human, and he never made a mistake. That's why this Bible says everyone who sins breaks the law. That's you, but not him. In fact, sin is lawlessness, but you know that he appeared God becoming flesh. If you could speak a cosmos into existence at a word, by faith we understand the universe was formed at God's command. Something like, I'm a redneck, something like, do it. The cosmos there, you're like, and that God becomes one of us and walks on the cosmos, one little bitty piece, earth. He's walking on it. You talk about a story. You know what you call that? The mother of all arrivals. The creator of the cosmos becomes a human being. I've never heard of that. You know why? There's no one like Jesus Christ. No one. God becoming flesh, the creator of the cosmos, through him all things were created. He appeared to take away our sin. And in him is no sin. Jesus is rehab. Right? You say, I get in Jesus, rehabilitation has come my way. No doubt about it. Redemption has come your way. Holiness has come your way. You have to stay in Jesus. You have to walk as he did. While you're on the earth, you say, and no sin can touch me. No sin can ever touch you. Under law, you have to be perfect. Under grace, you just trust God and try. And when you stumble, there's provision for your sin, the blood of Jesus. It'll give you peace of mind. It'll get you off planet Earth alive. Because you're going, don't be like that guy that said, well, oh, I'm not going to die. Okay, you admitting you're going to die? Are you going to die? Yeah, everybody's saying, yeah. Have you ever sinned? You can go like, hey, well, I've sinned a few times. Took a cross for your sins. For God in flesh to love Phil Robertson, being the scumbag that I was, a scumbag, I told you, filthy language coming out of my mouth. Oh, it was pathetic. I didn't know any better. Dead in my sins. The guy who wrote most of the New Testament. Murderer! We converted a guy because he was running dope across I-10. 
African-American guy. He was a brother. He went to college in South Louisiana, hauled a load of dope across the great state of Texas. The laws caught him. His mama, one of our sisters, asked me to go down there and plead for mercy with the judge, Huntsville, Texas. I said, I'll do it. So I drove down there on the day the old judge sentenced him. And I got up and I made a plea for my brother who was fixing to be sent to prison. Please cut him some slack. Mr. Robinson, you have any problem with a, dealing with a drug dealer? The state of Texas dispensing justice against a drug dealer? I said, I have no problem with that. I know what justice is. I'm asking for mercy, judge. He gave my brother none. So 13 years later, after they sentenced him. I was there when they sent him up, and Willie was there when he walked outside the prison gates. You say, y'all stuck with that, brother, every step of the way. He walked out of prison. Willie said, was it worth it? He said, no, it was not worth it, not at all. So 12 and a half, 13 years he spent in prison. I said, Paul, I said, you come to my house. You stay there. No charge. You live with me, Miss Kay, till you get on your feet. He married a girl who was half black and half Latino. We married him in my yard, and the local rednecks were driving by, launching their boat down the way, and they were looking over there, and they saw Mexicans, blacks, and rednecks eating, eating cake and singing songs to God. <laughs> And the rednecks, the rednecks arose, and when I pulled by, I launched my boat, and I looked over, and I saw all of that going on. He said, I knew right then, there got to be a God. <laughs> they ain't shooting, they ain't cutting, they're all loving one another and singing songs to God, thanking God. Old Paul was there after being in prison all them years. You see what the family of God is like? We are known for our love for one another. God became flesh, died on a cross for the sins of the world. Jesus is his name. Three days later, he solved your grave problem. All of your problems have been solved. God did every bit of this. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. It's all been done for you. It's free. And the bottom line is you're not getting out of here without it. Don't kid yourself. You arguing with your wife and cursing and carrying on. You're like, what, what, am I, what am I doing? Repent. Turn to God. Believe the gospel. Obey it. They'll baptize you in a few days. The old you will disappear and the new you will come forth. God will seal the deal. Now that you purified yourself by obeying the truth, Peter said, love one another deeply from the heart. 
for you've been born again. I told you the first birth gets you here. The second birth, being born of God, of water and the Spirit, will get you out of here. One thing's for sure. You're not getting out of here alive. You have no chance if you keep getting high, getting drunk, and wallowing around and filth coming out of your mouth. You'll probably die an early, life, or early death. You say, I have no shot to get out of here alive. None. I'm saying, how could they have dreamed this story up? Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, constantly cleansing us from any sin. He's given us imperishable seed implanted that marks you for the resurrection. I pray that you respond to that if you haven't. Father, we love you. We got one shot from my vantage to get out of here alive. It's putting our faith in the death of your son on a cross back there 2,000 years ago. And three days later, raising him from the dead, guaranteeing ours. Father, you have told us plainly, as in Adam, all die. That is a fact, irregardless of that guy that challenged me on it. But in Christ, all will be made alive. Each in his own turn, Christ the first fruits, And then when he comes, all of us. Father, for our loved ones who have gone on before us, the saved, they're still alive. They're just separated from their body right now. Their bodies are in the cemetery, but their spirits, their souls are with you. And Lord, when you come back, Jesus, you're bringing them all back with you. That's why you have told us, Father, 1 Thessalonians 4.13, you told us we shouldn't grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. We believe Jesus died and rose again. So we know, Father, he's going to solve our grave problem when he comes back. If he comes back before we die, he'll change us on the spot and we'll live forever. Thank you for that great hope. Help us grab a hold of it with both feet. Stand on it, not budge on it, and live happily ever after. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Russ Tab this morning. And uh, he just wish he could have been there when God set him free. And uh, Theo Robertson, Robertson. And uh, I enjoyed his testimony. And he had me laughing. And uh, I'm telling you, the good news of Jesus can do some good things for us. Yeah, drunkard, uh, a dope doer, you know, abuser, uh, prostitute. It don't make no difference where you come from. It makes no difference where you are. If you're willing to receive Jesus right now, wherever you are, he will come in right now and make a great difference in your life. Yeah. If we look over there in Romans in 10, I think it is, it teaches us that if we'll confess with our mouth, when we believe in our heart, confess with our mouth, if God raised Jesus from the dead, we can be saved. Did you know that? And after you do all of that, you, you repent and you Come to the Lord and ask him to come into your heart and live forever. You continue to pray and you continue to study his word. Continue to seek the things of him. And you will be surprised, hallelujah, how your life changed. Because again today, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. And the day that you do that, do you know what happens? He begins to provide even more for you. Yeah, he provides for you. You you don't have to worry about it. Do what's right. Walk upright before him. Serve him with gladness. Come before him with thanksgiving. Believing that he is God. Hallelujah. It's already all right today in Jesus' name. Yeah, we got to have patience and trust God. And stand on his word. That's what got me where I am. There were many times when I didn't have a choice but to have patience. Because I couldn't undo what was going on. That, hey, all I could do was trust him. I didn't have nobody else who had the power or who was able to turn it around for me. I'm so glad I was a sinner one day. And I'm so glad I found out about him that he forgives sins. That he give new lives. He make people over. Hallelujah. I'm so glad about that thing. I'm glad for every testimony that I had. Whether it was a good that I was going through or bad that I was going through. I thank God for the testimony. Hallelujah. Because he brought me out. Every time. Over and over again. Yeah. Then he will bring us out all right every time. But I look at them boys that was in that fiery furnace, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When I look at them, come out of there with no smoke on them, no soot on them or nothing. Didn't even smell like they had been in a furnace, burning. When I look at that, when I look at Daniel, down in the lion den with the lions. They wasn't looking for him to be alive the next morning. They tell me he took the lions and flushed them up and made pillows. Hallelujah. I rested well that night. Why? The true and living God that love us so much. The God that's on our side in spite of us. Again, this morning, his word says, if he be for us, he's more than the whole world against us. 
I love him today. I can't help myself. Yeah, he's what matter in my life the most. He's the most important person to me. I know some people say they family, but not mine, him. <laughs> Late in the midnight hour, he's there. When I'm in need, he supplies. What I want is him that gives. When I'm sick, is him that heals. Hallelujah. When I'm hurting, it's him that stops pain. I can't put nothing else before him. And his word even says, thou shalt have no other God before me. I don't want another one. I want this God, my God, almighty God that have all power, Jehovah God. That's who I want, the Father of Jesus Christ. Oof, the God that so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son. That's the God that I want. And that's the God that I'm going to keep. That's the God that I pray to serve for the rest of my life until I need him. That's the God that I want to call me. Let me work until he called my name. Hallelujah. And bring me to a rest. So that's what we got to do today. Have some patience. Trust God. Get a personal prayer life, a personal Bible study life. Stop letting the devil play in your head and tell you it's this and it's that. Seek God with your whole heart. Bind that spirit of craziness up. Yeah, bind that spirit of mental health up. You can do it for yourself. And then ask God to rebuke it and cast it back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. Yeah, because that devil come to kill, steal, and destroy. He don't want you to enjoy nothing. He wanted me to even be fearful when I was in Alabama a couple of weeks ago. No, I'm not going to be fearful. Great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. I wouldn't be going out the room. That's what the devil telling me. I wouldn't be going out in my truck, walking up and down the hallways. I'm going anywhere I want to go in here. I'm going in the dining room, get me a couple of muffins. <laughs> hey, I'm going to order me some McDonald's coffee with the muffins, and I'm going to be all right. Yeah, I don't want to eat the food because I don't think it was cleaning the stuff like it was supposed to be. It was done too quick for me. I don't eat hotel breakfast. But the muffins was already packaged and uh, in good shape. So I had the muffins, had me some coffee. And I was all right for the day. Laid back, watched TV, slept, whatever I wanted to do. Knees was hurting, back was hurting. It's okay. You're going to manage. God going to bring you out. And I left there and came on back home safe and sound. He's that kind of God. You can do what you want to do because he'll make it possible. Uh-huh. I'm getting ready to take a trip in a few days. Probably Tuesday next week I might be gone, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I might be taking me a little, another trip and enjoying it. Yeah. I thought about going back to Alabama, but I said, well, I might ride as far as Brother Mike and uh, Sister Kim house and go out for dinner with them and uh, go out for lunch with them and then go a whole different way. Come on back up in Florida. I might go down to Pensacola. You know, I might ride through Panama, something like that. Might even go to Tallahassee. I don't know. But yeah, I'm going to take that trip and uh, be all right. Because I know, and I believe this, I know people may not believe it, but I believe when I ride up and down the streets, the streets are safe because 
the spirit of the Lord that's in me. The anointing is keeping things where it should be. So if I'm going up and down, I ten God got it. Hallelujah. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Yeah, somebody asked me, when you're driving your truck again now, I think this time it's going to be a little rental car. <laughs> yeah. And it's all right. Yeah, because God is going to provide. Uh-huh. And I'm happy in Jesus. That latter is better than that early. My late is better than my early. And that's nobody but God. I can testify about me. I don't know about other people, but I can testify about the goodness of God that he has been to me and what I expect. Hallelujah. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Good morning to you, Brother Anthony. Good morning, Sister Samoa. Yeah. Good morning to you, Pastor David. God bless you, sir. And uh, good morning to you, Sister Rita. I got to get with your aunt and because uh, she called, but she called so late. But I'm going to get with your aunt. Good morning, Sister Spinner. God bless you. Good morning, C.I. Good morning, uh, Minister Shonda. Good morning. God bless you, Sister Irene. God bless you this morning. And Sister Dorothy Goodman. Good morning. I got to check on Sister Jerry because uh, I don't see her here. And I don't know if she had a doctor's appointment today. I know she had one yesterday. And uh, she was yet holding on. And the people told her to put the cell phone up. She's still on the cell phone trying to hear Jesus in the morning. I said, are you wrong for that one, sister? If people said, no cell phone, cut it off. You got to cut that phone off. But I needed it. No, you didn't need it like that. Cut that phone off. Yeah. So this morning, she may be at the doctor's and she can't use that cell phone today. But I check on her after the show. And uh, and I'm going to check on Rose Brown after the show as well today. God bless each and every one of you. Thank God for each of you. Thank God for those that come through the podcast and the archives. God bless you. God bless you. Thank God for you. Good morning to you, Sister Mary Ann. And uh, those that didn't call this morning, God bless you. Good morning to you. And uh, it's already all right today in Jesus' name. And a lot of people like them knives in that block. Yeah, I had to post that because I know whoever sent it to me, I wanted them to know how grateful and thankful I am for And the bench. As soon as the bench comes, I post that. And my cosmetic bag and my jewelry bag and all of that come, I'm going to post that. And uh, I thank God. I thank God that he's on my side. And I'm, I just thought of those things. I, I was going to get them. I'm assuming I had planned to get them, but I just didn't make a move. And he know the very intent of my heart, so he opened a door, made a way. Hallelujah. Ah, thank you, Jesus. I love him this morning. Not just because of what he gives, but because of who he is. Look, almighty God that have all power. Turn midnight into day. Winter into spring spring into summer, summer into fall. Keeps the land back from the sea. Keep the trees blooming. Because he's got that power. It's who he is. It's what he made. And he take care of what he made. Hallelujah. So I'm thankful unto him this morning. Listen, I'm going to uh, open up the studio. If there's anyone 
have something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in today. And if you have something you want to share, you might be uh, requesting prayer, please feel free to press that number one and come in. And intercessors, I want to ask y'all to touch and agree with me in prayer uh, for Erica. She's opening her new building up. And I think they're opening it, opening it today. But I got the message late. So they wanted me to come over and pray. But if it's today, I can't do it. Now, if it's tomorrow, I can prepare the day for tomorrow. But I just can't do it today. Not that quick, you know, because I got to drive over there up to Jacksonville. But uh, y'all keep her lifted and keep the building lifted in prayer that uh, God will bless it and it will remain safe and everything go on there will be good. Yeah, God will take care of everything there. So y'all keep her in prayer. I'm trying to thank y'all keep Sister Sylvia Joe in prayer. And uh, I think his name is Brother James or James. Keep him in prayer. The regular people we've been praying for last week and this week, y'all keep them lifted up. Yeah, we don't just pray one time and drop them off. We want to keep them on our prayer list. Yeah, that God would bless, continue to bless, miracles, open doors for them. Yeah, because we can't forget people. It's not just about us because we got him. And I see people in church acting like that, you know. Oh, I got him. They need to get him for themselves. No, it's not always that easy. He got to draw. And if God does not draw, you cannot come. How about that? Yeah. We lift him up so that he can draw all being unto him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, look, I'm going to go to one more quick song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, if no one have anything they would like to say, I will pray us out. And we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Let's go to this.
hallelujah, I got to re-download that one, uh, Rant Allen there, and I want to do your will. It's acting up a little bit. Oh, okay, God bless you, Pastor David. God bless you this morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, family. I just wanted to call it, well, I was instructed to press number one, by the way, so to tell you about the bed bench. I, I, I'm not sure. I wasn't listening to the whole program this morning, so I guess you must have said something about the bench or something. Yeah. And uh, she said she to got, mention to you about a bed bench. Yeah, she said uh, to give the testimony about the bed bench. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> we um, had uh, bought uh, a, a bunch of uh, furniture from Habertus. And they delivered the furniture, bedroom set included. And when they came, there was a bench when we walked through the store that they had in there. And she said, I want that. And I said to her, well, we'll, we'll come back and get it. You know, we bought quite a bit, a house full of furniture. So, you know, we're trying to keep costs down. When they delivered the furniture, they delivered the guy brought the bench in, the very one that she said she wanted. And I said to him, we didn't pay for that. And he said, it's on your manifest for me to deliver to you. And I have to deliver it. I said, but we didn't pay for it. He said, sir, I don't think you're hearing me. It's on the manifest and whatever is on here, I have to deliver it. So he left it, and we went to the store. And when we went to the store, we, we asked the salesman about it, and he told us the same thing. He says, it's on, it's on the order. It's yours. Don't worry about it. He said, I guess it was intended for you to have it. So we got a free bench. Yeah. Out of it that we 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 have never we never we, all we did was talk about it in the store, and I don't think the sales guy was around us when we did it either. And but it got delivered to the house, the exact one that she said she wanted, got mm-hmm. delivered, and it was for free. Mm-hmm. But you know we, we've seen little things like that happen where you know we'll speak about stuff and. Even the house that we got, we looked for a house for two and a half years and <laughs> always tell her that this guy don't exist, that he walked in, the, um, walked in her job and told her he's shopping for the furniture, and he told her the general area that we needed to look for a house. And <laughs> sure enough, when we, the, the house that we bought, was put up six days before, and the guy, um, he had to leave the state. He had, I think, three weeks to leave the state. If not, he was going to lose his job with Disney. And they sold us the house for what we wanted to pay for it and rented it back and paid the first month's mortgage on it. So... You know, when, 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 when I hear you talk about trusting and about having faith, you know, 
Uh, we were just having a conversation yesterday, and I was telling her, I said, sometimes we don't believe that things can happen the way that it will, but we need, not, we need to listen to the Caleb's and not to the ten. Because the Caleb will tell you, keep, come on, let's go. This is what I've seen. Let's go do this. But the ten will tell you, no, you can't have this. You can't do this. You can't possess this. So everyone just keep hanging in there and trust. Yes. Yes. One testimony. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I know many things have happened like that. He's able, because see, again, we go back to this. The earth is his, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. And I know to many people it makes sense for habitants own this furniture, where the bank owned the money, where this, the Walmart owned that, this and that. But look, he allowed man to be in charge, and he gave man some things. But we never know how God can bless. I've seen him move things around from a business owner because the, and give it to somebody else because the business owner never would have just gave it. But he wanted the business owner to give it because he was going to renew the business owner's business with new customers and a better product and they were going to be in better shape. But they never would have just said, well, here, you want this, you can have it. Yeah. But God have a special way of doing things. I've given things away, forgot all about it. What I gave away, he calls somebody else to give me back, but better. Because what I had, I couldn't use it. it. It wasn't strong enough, stable enough, quality enough. So he removed that and had somebody else. who I gave it to the person who could use that one of less quality. I needed a better quality. He sent somebody and gave me a better quality. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I wanted that bed bench for a while. I just didn't get, get the thought together to go ahead and get one. But he opened the door. Hallelujah. Made a way. Gave me more than the bench bed. <laughs> I mean, the bed bench. Hallelujah. So I'm grateful unto him. Thank you so much, Pastor David, for calling in and sharing that with us today. Because I tell you, it encourages us yeah, that God will, God can, and he still is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And your wife back there just egging it on and pushing it everything. Get it with that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. She said she tried to keep it together over there where she at. You know where she at. So she over there tried to keep it together this morning. Hallelujah. All right, is there anyone else? We still have a few minutes. If there's anyone else want to share testimony this morning, feel free to press that number one and come in. All right, all right. Good morning, area code 267, first street number is 968. God bless you this good morning. Good morning, right. God, Mama. Oh, Thanks, good God, morning, Mama. Laura. Hey, Laura, baby. I just wanted to say good morning to everyone, and God bless you all. Going to a funeral, um, so I just want to thank God for life. I thank God, and I pray every day for my Jesus in the morning family and my God mama, and I just want everyone to have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. Good morning to you and Mr. Mason and Miss Deborah. God bless you today. God bless you. And um, 
I'll be in prayer for that family. Yeah, for the bereaved family. I'll be in prayer for them today because I know how that go. I just left one on Saturday. And so, yeah. And it's sad to see what the family go through sometimes. But we know that God is able to strengthen them. And so we thank him. Good to hear your voice today. Good to hear your voice, Miss Laura. <laughs> yeah. I thank God for you. Thank God for you. Yeah. And I thank God that he's still uh, strong in your life and he's still leading and guiding and keeping you safe and sound. And uh, that's a beautiful thing. And um, we just thank him. We just thank him. All right. So is, is there anyone else with a quick hello, a quick testimony this morning? Feel free to press that number one and come in. We still got a little bit of time. All right. We'll pray out. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your word today. For your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. We thank you for all you've done for us already this morning, what you're doing right now and what you're going to do. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. Father, we bring Erica before you and her building this morning and those that are coming from the church over to pray. And Father, we ask that you would bless Erica and work miracles for her in that building. God, bless the building. Bless the area where the building is at. No calamity shall come down her dwelling. In the name of Jesus. Everything that her heart's desire that she want to do in the building, God, open the doors and make ways starting today in the name of Jesus. We believe you've already done it in Jesus' name. We thank you this morning. And, Father, we pray for the family of the uh, person that has passed away. We pray for their family for strength today. Pray for Laura to have strength to endure and to go through. God, we know it appears to be a sad time, but we know that, we come here to leave here, and nobody's escaping death. God, we ask that you would move in a mighty way in the name of Jesus this morning. Bless every caller today, every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast. Move, Father, by your spirit this morning. Bless bereaved families everywhere today, widowers, in the name of Jesus. Have mercy this morning, oh God. We thank you. Bless our going out today. Bless our coming in. Father, meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. And we're asking it all this morning in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you today. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you. October the 13th, 2022, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye and have a blessed day. And we are going to our last song of the morning. We're going to make it a quick one, y'all. <laughs> ah, yeah, Lord, we thank you. We thank you.
Just sick. 